guys, did you know that there was an episode called Wow? Dang it. <laughs> I didn't. Captain Spot Stardate 61 Welcome aboard the Starships Enterprise and thank you for joining us as we take a brief shortly from the world of cinema sins to explore the universe of Star Trek. I am your Captain Ian Whittington and with me as always, she broke warp 10 and immediately turned into a lizard. It's Ambassador Danae Hughes! Oh, oh. Uh, that's my lizard licking sound. No, 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 you can't talk. You, it's oh. lizard licking <laughs> the entire episode. That's all it is. <laughs> the yes. entire episode. Hello, Captain Whittington. Hello, Ambassador Danae. You have beamed away from England and you are back in America. I am in America, where I belong. How did it feel to take a 12-hour transporter beam trip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I've, I've never thought I was going to make such a ruckus that's not true i've i've thought about making a ruckus many many times no 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 no. the, the line was it oh, felt really important it was one of the most important mm. lines i've ever been in <laughs> like, that immigration re- customs line is <laughs> is no joke it is it is intense it's like so there was this one moment we had been in line for two hours we, we finally made it to the the very front where the attendant tells you which line to go stand in uh and to to be seen by the officer Mm-hmm. So you're not, you're almost done. You have to go send the final queue. So and there's only like five people in front of you instead of 500 or whatever. And the people that were directly behind me were just bitching like oh, really no. loudly. Oh. How how can they? Uh, how are they sending people into lines when there's no one even here and this one's empty and blah blah blah? What are we even supposed to do? They've been pretty loud before, but they were really loud. And so I just turned around and I said, "Oh, she'll tell you when." What where to go when the time comes and they oh, didn't realize no. that there was this very short officer right beside them that they just like walked past and just were bitching oh, about oh oh <laughs> it oh, was oh no it's so horrible oh it's cringing it's catching barkley <laughs> making out with a holographic version of yourself levels of cringe oh, oh it was and then and then i just turned around i I genuinely didn't do it to be snarky. I was like, oh, she'll help you. Like, she'll she'll be oh, there to help no. you. And as soon as I said it, I realized the magnitude of their bitching. <sighs> and they were backpedaling like I have never heard oh, in my life. That's the oh, worst. I'm so Just sorry, own officer. It. I'm so, so sorry. I, I didn't no. I didn't realize you were going to be. I didn't realize that you were going to be telling us what to do. I, I didn't see you <sighs> there. And I, I dared not glance behind me. It oh, felt like, like dying. biblical levels, yep. Simon Gomorrah, you turn back, you turn into a pillar of salt situation. Oh, oh no. <laughs> because the immediate like thing is to say, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize you were there. No, that's not the thing to apologize for. That's saying, I'm sorry, I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, that's gross. I, I am happy to be home. However, I was enjoying the vacation time. Because mm. on vacation, you and I watched so much Star oh, Trek with my, my best friend, goodness. Jen. Uh-huh. And in fact, we watched so much Star Trek that Ian had to interject at several points and say, we can't watch the next episode because uh-huh. it's going to be on Captain's Pod and I don't want Danae to see it. So, so it was really, really <laughs> tricky because I wanted to pick episodes that were entertaining, but I knew that we weren't probably going to get a chance to cover on Captain's Pod unless we do this for like the next decade, which hopefully we do. But... The good, that's the, it's the great thing about TNG is that they are all, on some level, great episodes. And I was like, look, we're never going to get to Angel One, which is the one with Riker, the planet uh, that's ruled by women. And Riker has like the low V cut thing and you see the hairy nipples and he seduces the president. And I was like, we probably, there's probably not enough in there for us to review on the show, but it's still a great one to just watch in the background. Yeah, that was a really good one. I'm trying to remember what they called the... It, it she wasn't there she wasn't their president she was their mistress oh, the <laughs> mistress a leader or some mis- mistress allegra or something like that but beata oh beata beata that sounds right yeah anyway yeah, looking, yeah yeah it was that was the elected one the elected one that the was elected it, yeah. one. it is yes. not yeah it is not my duty to seduce world leaders or be seduced by them and yet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was in a very interesting outfit in that one. But it was so, so much fun good. because we also diverted into um, Deep Space Nine, which I've never watched before. And so uh-huh. we, uh, 
turns out my friend that I was traveling with, Jen, she is a huge Trek nerd. And I had no idea. So it was a lot of fun because we put that on one day um, when both Ian and I had to actually work while, because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't on vacation the whole time. No, like we were working. Part as well. of it was technically traveling abroad, I think is what you say. And mm-hmm. so we just plopped down in the living room and she watched Deep Space Nine for like, I don't even know how many hours. We <laughs> watched a lot. 11 episodes of Deep back Space to Nine. Back to back, back to, to back. back. So I put on the finale of season six, which is when the Dominion War stuff really kicks off. I just put that on in the background while you guys were still in, in bed and stuff because I just I was working, but I wanted something on in the background. And you guys come down and just didn't change it. And it just we just let it roll for 11 episodes. So you saw like a big amount of the Dominion War arc and uh, Worf and Jadzia getting married. And mm-hmm. it was really, really fun to like see, see you just jump in and like have questions. I did. So I deep had so many into questions. a series as well. It's really Oof, We were far in. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But it was super fun to watch my friends like completely nerd out and explain things to me on such a level. Mm. And to, to I looked over across the room and you're just like nodding in, in appreciation. Jen like, was doing a great job. She yeah, did a great she job. was yeah, like I learned I, a lot. The hilarious thing is that she put an episode or she did that shuffle thing on Netflix and it somehow managed to pull up an episode of Deep Space Nine. So I started to explain who the Cardassians were. I started to like explain what was going on. And then she just started naming characters and said, oh, yeah, no, no, that's the next bit. And I was like, wait, you know Deep Space Nine? And she was like, yeah, of course, I'm a huge Trekkie. So then I'm just a dick because I'm like <laughs> mansplaining Cardassia to her. And she's like, yeah, I know that's Garrick. <laughs> I was like, what? You thought you were doing well. And I she let you go great. on purpose because Jen mm-hmm. is just one of us. Let's just be honest. She is such a troll. But, I loved it. It was great. But I, I could tell that the part of her mind when you said we can't watch this next one because it's part of the show she was just like oh my god i know a secret Mm -hmm. so finally we're here i'm finally gonna get to know what we're doing and finally get to see the episode i couldn't watch while i was on vacation it's not this one it's that's in a couple of weeks (laughs) but i know it's coming soon however so uh last week in the podcast feed would have been data law we are going to continue the data law theme and oh. this episode is called oh, no. Brothers. This is Star oh, Trek no. TNG Season 4, Episode oh. 3. Oh, this no. is Ian. one of my favorite episodes. Oh, no. And you That's, hated last week's episode so I know. much. Oh, but then people God. on Twitter were like agreeing with you. And I'm like, well, yeah, what? Yeah, because it was an awful episode. It's incredible. <laughs> Screw you. Anyway, this I have much higher hopes. Okay. I. Especially the first half of this episode, it is so so good. So okay. no pressure, but you no must pressure. like it. Okay. Uh, predictions: What happens? Um. Well, considering the last time we saw Lore and he was launched mm. into space, yeah, I energized into space and left is, by a snowflake. Yeah, we're and this one's called Brothers. Brothers, and it's another Lore episode. You're telling me, so I'm. Mm-hmm guessing his body is found and he has to be somehow contained and maybe mm. reprogrammed to be more compatible rather than like i don't know murderous <laughs> mm. okay interesting predictions being made everywhere right well with that let's head over to the holodeck to watch the episode and we will see you guys in 10 forward for a full debrief Welcome to 10 Forward, part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode we just watched. Ambassador, what would you like from the replicator? Well, I don't <laughs> want that berry. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to replicate. What was the mm-hmm. berry called again? I don't want the deadly berry that almost killed a child. Yeah, it was like a glooper loop berry and it like just you get pissed off and you immediately run away and start eating berries. That's just what happened. God damn it, Willie Potts. Damn Don't it, Willie eat Potts. stuff out of the woods. This is what happens when you get named after Will Riker. You just eat random shit in the woods. Right. Okay. This week we are covering season four, episode three of Star Trek The Next Generation. And as Data hijacks the USS Enterprise, much to the chagrin of Captain Picard and the rest of his crew, 
Willie Potts is put in danger as he is Willie Potts. He is consumed a life-threatening berry. What <laughs> is Data doing by kidnapping the ship? Where is he taking it? What is this strange planet and who is the old man that has summoned him and will the child survive? Good Immediate. Thoughts and feelings, Ambassador, on this today. Considering how much you hated last week's episode, I was trepidatious about continuing the law um, episodes. But what did you think? Okay. I was very nervous going into this, obviously, Mm -hmm. because you also told me something very important. This is like one of your most favorite episodes. Is that right? This has my most favorite opening to an episode other than uh, cause and effect. This has like my, my, the opening 10 minutes to this is freaking so good. Yeah, I can see why. So first of all, overall thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this episode. Yay! You're allowed to dislike things, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. I feel I'm bummed at the beginning of the lore story because last week's episode where we covered like the first time we see lore, if you listen to the episode, as I'm sure you have, I didn't like it. I was very frustrated. I thought Mm -hmm. that the writers just shrugged their shoulders about some very important things like letting a brand new Android that you just put together have any control of your ship whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But then here on this episode, we also have to ask the question why we have Data having <laughs> any kind data of power at all. Is so because fucking OP. He just <laughs> completely takes over the Enterprise. And I don't yeah. remember having ever seen this episode, but, you know, Data's scary. Uh, yeah, I've been scared no, of is. Data. This proves that he's scary. <laughs> he is. He should not be allowed on any ship. Do you, do you, rem- what was the name of the episode where they went into the holodeck and Data gets glitched out um and it was like it was Worf and his son oh a fistful of datas yeah okay that's the first time i remember being really scared of data and Uh rightfully so because he just like Um, snaps Worf's wrist and shoots diana he's terrifying yeah yeah he's a terrifying android when when they need him to be and then you know lore comes along and you get to see this particular side of data that could be and that's scary Mm -hmm. but then this one is another one just it's not lore and it's not a computer glitch it's his programming and he i mean he could have killed everybody (laughs) it it wasn't just 100 everyone it's not just little willie potts and what a name by the way willie it's a great name it's a great name not it wasn't just about him it's like he literally almost murdered the entire bridge because he changed how the settings were or whatever. So this episode did a really good thing of, of putting you on edge uh, with characters mm-hmm. that you love. Because, I mean, well, I hope people love Data as much as I do. But um, oh, I think everyone I think everyone does. He's universally loved. And he and it was a sh- it was a shocking thing to see him, you know, taking over the bridge, taking over the Enterprise, doing whatever he wants. No one can stop him. But I feel like in doing this, the show has created a bit of a monster. And I don't know if they ever address his power because at the at the ending of this episode, it really didn't seem like anyone was addressing the real issue of this episode, which mm-hmm. is one being having the ability to do all that. And what measures does this crew take to make sure that nothing like that happens again they just kind of move <laughs> Hopefully on from a lot it more reich is just like we'll talk about it later data and that i think we're supposed to assume that i mean it's not really his fault but some like precautions well, no, fault, need to be still. put in place 100 percent. but that is all about the sinning um uh, for me i love this episode i love it so so much it's not just like the action-packed opening it's the like the philosophical stuff you get with um dr sung as well like he's really well written in this. Like Data's how Data's question of like why do I exist? Why did you make me? The way that he answers that is so so good. He like lets Data logic through it, and it's almost like it's as much as like he's testing Data's responses as well. Like, can this thing that I created comprehend the philosophical stuff that I'm talking about? And can he logic his way into the answer? It's so 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 good. Um, yeah. And I'm 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 a sucker for law. Um, I think he's much better in this episode. I think he's a lot scarier. He's like unhinged, especially when he gets like the the chip he's not supposed to get. Um, he's super scary, and I really want to see the episode where the pack leads pick him up because 
for for context, the pack lids are pretty stupid. They accidentally lead themselves into space travel and they just steal technology from everybody and kind of blackmail people into making them ships. So they just stumble across this super android. And I really want to see the episode where Law takes control of that ship and just subjugates the, the pack lids. But yeah, I, I think there's way more development in this episode. I, I love it so, so much. Yeah. Um, I just thought of a sin. I'm going to write it down real quick. Oh, do it. 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 Um, I think Brent Spiner is doing incredible work in this episode. Like, he's playing three characters in the same scene interacting with each other um, yeah. through a ton of prosthetics. Like, how much time did he have to spend in prosthetics for this episode? Not enough, but I'll get to that in my sins. <laughs> oh, it's 1991. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it's, it's somewhat uh, fine. It's somewhat fine. Uh, they went over I the mean, top. It's way more subtle. Like if you compare it to Old Anson Mount, um, when in the finale of Lower Decks, then yeah, it's no nowhere near as good as that. But yes, um, I also thought that this episode did a good job, like you said, in bringing lore back because mm. there was this like lingering. Oh, he's just floating in space somewhere, and of course mm-hmm. he's going to come back. And so to bring him back and to have another data lore interaction and to yeah. do another like. Is it lore? Is it data moment where Dr. Soong is putting this emotion chip in? Oh, so and, good. You know, we the viewer are entirely sure what you know what to expect. So it had suspense. It had some loose strings kind of tied up a mm-hmm. little bit too. Uh it introduced, you know, the Dr. Soong, mm-hmm. which is interesting because um, you know, we've uh gone through all the episodes of Picard in yes. our first season of this podcast. And Dr. Soong is obviously in that as well. And or it's uh, it's an ancestor. No, sorry, a yeah, descendant of A descendant. Soong. Yeah, it's Aaron. Yes, yes. Soong. So, so it's, it's like, like his grand it's his, I think that's his something. son. It's his biological son. I don't yeah, remember. It's his his biological son is in Picard. Yeah. So so I feel like you know I'm, I'm we're obviously watching Adam, some of this yeah. out of order. Um, and so I'm, I'm also like, oh, this is interesting to see this character that's been talked about in all of these different ways. Uh, so it's a little confusing because I want to dig into some timeline, but I'm not going to, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that on the show. I have no idea. Mm. Dr. Soong made these things and then he's, they died and some other people <laughs> did left. some stuff. Yeah. I don't he, know. He hid away. I, don't know. I, first, I think he's fascinating. Second? He's one of the most... <laughs> interesting characters in like Star Trek lore and I think he's appeared in pretty much every series because the prequel series Enterprise has Sung's great grandfather that's doing like stuff with eugenics and altered human and stuff and yeah he um he's so much fun. so I mean the other, there's oh man there's so much great about this episode but I think the music well, in particular the score mm. is so so good like so- it's super panicky when Data is like taking over the ship, you disagree. Well, as it should be. Well, yeah, but <laughs> when you so see like the, the force field cascade thing, it's so like spooky and dramatic. I love it. I felt like it was a good. There's a difference between this one and the last one as well. Like maybe they listened to some feedback. I, I like to believe that when the first one came out, when when lore is revealed, mm. bum, bum, that they're bum. like that was a little over the top, guys. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. kind of like pulled back a little because you're right. This 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 one was a lot better. Yeah. No, I love it. That sets me on edge. And I the it's one of the, for some reason it's one of these memories that sticks in my head. It's data doing that super long password. When he's locking out the computer. <laughs> I love that part. Because I'm sure at some... I have this memory where the first time I watched it, I had this question in my head of, I wonder what would happen if they asked Data to create a password. And he does. And it's just like, it's so screwed. Like, this is the worst case scenario. If Data wanted to screw everybody, he absolutely could. And he, and does. he does. And yeah. it's so, so good. It's kind of like the writers address that question. Yeah. What is, what's the, quote unquote, one of the worst case scenarios of having a, a android in a position of power and authority mm-hmm. on a starship and this episode kind of goes into that while mm-hmm. also developing his character which yeah. was really nice and he got robbed you know he was about to have this emotion chip and now he doesn't so now the yes. audience has this next level of information about this character development that there's a potential there was at one point in time a potential for him to be more human and we the audience then feel robbed and we begin to 
or I guess we should, I should say we continue to not enjoy lore very much for, mm. for many reasons. A little bastard. <laughs> but but yeah. it is interesting, like the corner that they could have taken. What if Data did get the emotion chip? And how much would that have changed the remaining seasons of okay. TNG with him battling emotions? I thought that when the emotion chip went inside that it was Data, like a dummy. And when he starts singing like a sea ch- shanty or something, and I was like, oh no, they messed my favorite character up. <laughs> don't make I him don't, happy and sing songy. I don't like this. Well, he was like snarky and such. You think? Uh-huh. He was so sassy. Super sassy. I don't need more sass in my life. I've got plenty. I do yeah. love like when Law beams out, the echoey singing that happens oh, as he beams yeah. back to the oh it's so creepy so creepy yeah <laughs> i just love that the episode ends with law like out in the open so there's no oh he's been yeah. dead he's vaporized or whatever he we know that he's out there somewhere he just pieces out yeah bye yeah it also ends with data i think like maybe one of the things i love about the vulcan like in start in strange new worlds when we watch when we watch that as it comes out and I'm really enjoying the Vulcan kind of in front of me because this mm. is the first time I've seen a Vulcan like full time because I never watched the original right. series and I really am not too much into the movies. So seeing the Vulcan like on screen all the time is sort of computer-esque in an emotionless way yeah. or whatever. Mm. So it's interesting. I, I'm really drawn to that character and I'm really drawn to to data as well mm-hmm. um we can dig into my emotional issues as much as you want <laughs> let's do that live on stream let's do that okay why yeah, do I'm, you I'm think good. that is tonight yeah the live chat will be asking lots of questions we'll pin them for the for the after show oh and joining and we'll us is counselor albie he's going to be joining <laughs> us for some therapy oh, that'd be oh, so cool. <laughs> um but at the end of this episode you know data says goodbye to dr soong because dr soong is just you know of course, he's dying this episode, and we're all thankful for it because his prosthetics are so distracting. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> no, it was very emotional, or at least intended to be, but my my computer Vulcan-like self, I was just watching it to watch it. But it was really interesting to watch Data say, you know, I can't grieve for you. Mm. And you're just going to sit there and think about it. And I'm l- looking at Spy- Brent's face as mm. he's pure android and calculating his responses instead of feeling his responses and brent spiner is just incredible this is an incredible episode if you if you every time someone's on screen you know who it is even though it's all the same actor and i don't know it was just a really fantastic episode Mm -hmm. but i really enjoyed that part of him processing in data's way the loss of dr soon i mean on the processing side just him repeating I am not less perfect than Law. <laughs> just getting into like his own little feedback okay. loop. Right. It's like right. that, that's such a huge <laughs> point because what? It's like people who like repeat affirmations in the mirror. Yes. In the <laughs> you are a strong and powerful man. You can do this. You're going to kick some ass. It's just great because ever since like Data has lived with the lie that Law said, which was that Data was created to be a dumber version of Law to make the colonists feel better. And then to get that affirmation from your father that, no, you were just made differently because the an- the first android was fucking scary and you were just made different. Like, that's huge. It's like, no, it wasn't what he thought. It's It must be so validating. And like, I wouldn't have even thought to put that into this episode. It's such a great callback. But does Data see, is Data the validating kind of character or is it just more data that he's trying to put into his sequence of what he processes? You know, uh, yeah, because that comes down to emotions, doesn't it? it does. Like he shouldn't feel hurt by it. It's no, and fact. he's not. But the thing that bothers me, and maybe this will transition us towards the sins at some point, is like Data almost naively accepts lore so quickly. Like he's like, oh, you were lying. And I'm like, fucking dot, Data. Like, uh-huh. how is that not part of your processing? That everything that comes out of your brother's mouth. But he does redeem it by saying, I don't quite believe you. So yeah. I think that him repeating that is more like him trying to undo code and like reinsert mm. code that's new because he was sort of defining his hierarchy. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Based on what Lore yeah. said. I don't know. Just kind of reassessing really his place about. in the universe. But it's, it's funny how like I anthropomorphize that and make it an emotional thing when you're right. He shouldn't be hurt by that maybe it's just it's, it is still like a self-value thing of well i should stop striving to be human because 
I was deliberately made to not be, and maybe he like, reset and refocus his efforts now. But no, I, it's such a complex thought experiment. I love. It is. This is definitely one um, true to a lot of the episodes for TNG that I would watch many times um, because even the stuff that sort of bothered me a little bit, <clears throat> prosthetics, I can look past and uh, and enjoy, like you said, the the philosophical conversation. Mm. Um, and also do a little bit more like Dr. Soong research and like really like compare it to the Picard knowledge that I have. And mm. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Did it fit in? I, I'm just, I, I, I think because I watched Picard and now I'm watching this and I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? I can't remember the timeline, but <laughs> it doesn't really matter too much. Well, Picard is 30 years after this. Right. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. But then, yeah. but then they. So it's a descendant of Dr. Soong who is continuing his work, essentially. Yeah, it's his son. Okay. Yeah, but we don't know that he has a son at this point. Okay. We didn't know he had any children at all. Okay. Something like that. Or a nephew. <laughs> it's somebody played by Brent Spiner that looks oddly like Data and Dr. Soong. But but can we talk about the sins of this episode? Actually, you know what? No. no I'm going to go through my no. I'm going to go through my notes and yeah. I'm just going to make sure that when we transition to sins, I don't mm-hmm. do the thing that you hate that I do, which is like, oh, Oh, can I just talk about something that I like? No. Um, I I have... This is another one on um, how great an actor Brent Spiner is. And I can't put my finger on exactly how he does it. But it's the dead eye stare when Data's programming like gets taken over by by the homing device. Some It's almost like he's looking just above the camera or just to the side of the camera. But I can you can immediately tell that data is gone like he's vacant and something else has taken over oh yeah in the, in just the, the way, like yeah in the lift and then when he's doing like the computer oh. code as well and he's just this dead eye stare of <laughs> create, <laughs> create cascade hologram program uh holo, uh force field program and just like divert all of the the power systems to the the bridge and then lock out captain picard and everything is so like matter of fact and oh it's so so good it's such a subtle change to how data usually speaks um i love brent spiner he's so good so freaking good okay give us your final good thoughts before we start sending some shit well uh i did really like the scene when data is on the bridge and he's blocking everybody and you know we want like a subterfuge situation going back mm-hmm. and forth and he puts picard on mute <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much i don't know why you just like no one puts people. picard on mute data does but also we get to see this really cool editing situation where picard's voice is coming out of data's mouth don't they do an incredible job of that it's it was so, so good so good like that's it's usually like- a bit hammy but they did a great job. And they even do it again closer up. So they had to get the cadence just perfect. And I don't know how many times they had to practice that, but they did such a good job. And it reminds me a bit of our outtakes for CinemaSins. Like mm-hmm. we try to line up something yeah. else coming out of someone else's mouth and kind of mash things up. Mm-hmm. It's like the most serious outtake level that you can get to is that. Um, it was so so even his like his little head twitches as it looks like data's <laughs> trying to do a british accent just based on his like head twitching <laughs> oh oh, so oh and the cascade force field sequence how good was that that's how that you use force fields cool. like i love that was the- c- fucking cool so there's another episode we watched while you were visiting called um oh dang it <laughs> uh, the hunted the hunted and this Guys, is... did you know that there was an episode called Wow, ah, dang it? <laughs> um, I didn't. This is when the super soldier gets um, tries to elude the Enterprise and then escapes from the transporter beam and then runs through the ship and doing like little traps and stuff and tries to die hard his way off of the ship. Like, I love seeing this. Like, how can I use the Enterprise to help me escape? And how can I like trap people and... It's some of my favorite episodes are doing that stuff. And Data, he's so, so clever. And they, they use his knowledge so, so well in there. Oh, yeah. So good. Like what you were saying with the password thing, you know, I, I'll, yeah. I'll hit that again. Because that was so, not only was it entertaining, because it kept going it on and so on and long. on. It was so, so long. Like, that is exactly how long you'd make it. But part of me believes that in the past, there is some Star Trek nerd that actually made that their password. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's next level. It's incredible. It's so, so good. Right. Is that it? Can we start sinning? I know you're ready for it. 
I'm trying to do a good thing and make sure that my I'm, I've got through my notes. Isn't this what you want? A thorough yeah you know, conversation praising. about TNG yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, Captain. Uh. Aren't you glad that I'm doing my job? Red alert. Sir? Red alert. The problem is, is that I was writing a lot of what they said down so that I could like kind of process it. So I <laughs> what, have the written, techno bubble. I have written out. No, I can't write the techno bubble fast <laughs> like, enough. Don't with that. They, the actors couldn't remember that stuff. <laughs> no, it was like the conversation with Doctor Soong and mm. Data, and I'm just like I'm writing it as fast as I possibly can. Like the the whole conversation, like why did you create me, and then um why is this household and then humans have to live in continuity to give them purpose. And I just, I wrote down parts of that entire exchange. Mm-hmm. So I'm having to now read through it and realize it's I didn't, a great have, anything, exchange. I didn't like, have a thought about it. I just giving, wrote it all down. He's given a ton of <laughs> examples dumb. of why, like asking why he created data is like, well, why do people have children? And yeah, why do we do it? Because anything? we're selfish. Because we're here. <laughs> yes, that is the number one reason to have kids. Because we're. I like that data said humans. Uh, humans need continuity to give them purpose. I think I'm gonna have to think about that for a while. This this episode made me think. What is my purpose in life? <laughs> like, what am I doing uh-huh. with my life? And am I doing what I should be doing? Yeah. And why why do I suddenly want to have these deep thoughts after watching? this episode so yeah yay i think that's probably a plus climb mountains why do anything hopefully it's to create joy hopefully make something worthwhile it's Mm -hmm. it's tricky because we didn't ask to be here and yet we are and here we are doing things um just got way deeper than we ever thought it would um let's just move on to the sins and can i just start us off please and talk about this prosthetic issue that i have it's time to head to engineering for us instances futile battle stations everyone warning warp core collapse in 10 seconds this is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains and remind ourselves that no TV show is about sin, even our beloved Star Trek. Go on, Danae, tell us about the rubbish prosthetics. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't mind that old people look exist? like old people or exist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Define old. Tell me exactly what age you're, you're thinking. But I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> not me. You didn't uh, tell me that. No, I... um. I was so distracted by the double lip situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, was... I did notice that. That's pretty... It's like Worf's... Have you ever seen Worf's double nose? Where no. I'm going to ruin it for you. So when you see a close-up <gasps> no, of Worf... don't ruin Just Worf. above the nostrils, you can see where his prosthetic joins his actual nose and you can you can see it. Yeah, that'll, that'll ruin Worf for you. Sorry. So this one had the double lip prosthetic situation going yeah. on. And mm-hmm. because we had so many close-ups of Dr. Soong... It TV was all ups. I could look at. It, yeah. This is me. I'm listening to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm free typing, mm-hmm. just mindless. Whatever they said, I'm just typing. But all I'm staring at is the double lip the whole time. Sorry. I just think that there's a better way. Maybe they, did they not have the ability to blend it into his actual lip? Why does Dr. Soong have to have like a weird lip thing going on? Sometimes I don't know. It happens with age. Your skin doesn't do things anymore and it, it loses some I'm of its sorry. elasticity. Have you ever seen happens. an old person with two upper lips? Yes, I have in season four, no, episode three haven't. of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> Oh my god. They actually got Brent Spiner's grandfather to come in <laughs> and to play that part. There were no prosthetics. God, it was so distracting. I couldn't take it seriously. And also he had the most disgusting dental situation going on. Like Because he's old. I, I get it. I get it. He <laughs> our teeth do funky shit as we get older. They they get yeah. they get different colors. They smell, mm. I guess, which is probably more of our gums than it is our teeth, technically. Yeah. But but Dr. Soong's teeth, his actual teeth, must have smelled like a garbage dump because mm-hmm. they had just, they packed on, they did the thing where they were just like, this person woke up this morning and ate three uh, egg sandwiches on really soft white bread and then oh. didn't brush their, they just mashed it mm-hmm. into their teeth and didn't brush, didn't pick it out, not bothering with any of that stuff. And we're going to then, then drink some tea to turn it sort of a brown color and then like just went in for some funky fucking cheese and then we're going to zoom in slowly to the teeth area with a double lip 
and teeth that are designed in a garbage dump. And that's what I had to look at. So it was difficult for me to enjoy the philosophical conversation happening on screen when I was absolutely disgusted by the old man. And that is my sin. That's one of my sins for this episode that I would probably not be able to let down. I wouldn't, I couldn't let it go. There is teeth talk with Danae Hughes. (laughs) Should you wish to hear any more, she will now have a weekly orthodontry uh, podcast. It doesn't matter how old he is. This is the future where we could just walk into sonic showers and shit. Yeah, but he's been living on a planet on his own, just trying to build Let's robots and shit. Let's talk about that. Okay, okay I've got it, more sins it, here. Where is he living? On some random ass planet? Yes. Why does the random ass planet have a miniature triceratops <laughs> skeleton and like he likes an antique store? And like, I get it, because they talk about... He, why do we collect things from the past? And it's sort of, you know, the set is designed to echo that question. Yeah, he's but making where it did he get all this stuff? Home? Yeah. Where's home? This Earth? planet. No, he's making it home. He's been there for like 27 years or something. He's just making it homely and shit. Where there's tiny triceratops just walking yeah, around? Yeah, why not? Uh-huh. Look in oh, your office, Danae, right now. How much <laughs> random shit is in your office? <laughs> just on screen at the minute. I mean... You have two dogs. <laughs> okay, but they're not skeletonized and you put have up a, on a shelf. You have a tiny toy guitar that hasn't even been taken out of its box in the bank corner. Wait, uh, okay, okay, fine, you know. And sure, maybe they're replicated, but why? Why are we replicating these things? Why why is he rep- I just didn't understand it. It looked why like he anything? was in he it looks like he was in a very confused state. Yeah, he's old. For, for now, His teeth for are falling now. out. Okay, I get confused. it. I get it. All right. That's just that's just my fucking that's just my fucking observation. Yeah. But no, it is the stereotypical um mad scientist lab must have arbitrary skeleton in the corner. <laughs> and it had like it needed some lava lamps and some like smoke machines and stuff, but it was the, the quintessential crazy lab situation. But it wasn't oh, just a it. lab. It was like a lab mixed with an antique store. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> From Earth 1980 or something. There was even this strange, like, I don't even know what it was. It was like a long stick that was actually a light. I don't know. It's it's definitely an episode that if we were actually going to send it for our TV sins, then I would stop and just devour everything in the background and try to figure out what was going on back there. Amazing. Well, can I do a sin now? Uh, no. Yes. I... We are, we are just going to talk about Data being OP and how this should have ended his career in Starfleet. I can't believe that they know that he can do this stuff and yet he still is in, like, he's in a command position and he's on the flagship and they are just not prepared for this. They're not prepared for Data no. to impersonate everybody, lock out the computer, end life support. Kidna- what if he'd kidnapped the ship? And just destroyed Earth and just destroyed Mars or something. Like, they're not ready for all of the shit that Data can do. They're just, they aren't prepared. And we still don't know if they've stopped any of this from being able to happen again. It it is absolutely wild that Data can do all of this stuff. It's a serious issue. This is like the biggest security breach I've ever seen on TNG. Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, I know everything about Star Trek. So, because you think like. Even Data would like consensually say, "Yeah, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna like create some protocols where we aren't gonna do this." Because he is a good guy. Like he should voluntarily say, "Um, I've just realised there's some shit I can do, guys. You need to make sure I don't ever do this." Yeah, this is bad. Like, yeah. and to that point, there's even mention, uh, you know, of like the the off switch that he has. Like, mm. I'm uh, sure he has an off switch, but it came into play last episode, and it was supposed to be a secret. But then mm. Riker uses it this episode to turn him on, and I'm like, was they just have a meeting about that after oh, last? No. You know, so and like, they, when Law took the place of Data, he did tell everybody about the off switch. Okay, he explained that that's how he deactivated Law. Okay, okay, okay. Data. So, so I would receive aware. that comment on my sin script, and I would volley back with, okay, but. The, <laughs> yes. Continue. The next sin of that moment is how are they finding Data? So Lord. He, you know, takes Data out, sticks him in a closet, puts mm-hmm. his own clothes back on him. I mean, I guess thanks for that. But puts his own, puts the lore clothes on Data. Yes, instead they of leaving no, him naked. They have no idea that that's actually Data. Well, they don't know that lore is there. 
they don't know anything and they just turn him back on like hey data yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't know that was I'm data glad, yeah no that's a good point i'm glad this isn't another robot that sung has created i i guess maybe like the there's like a lot of kind of supposition with we know that data beamed down to the planet therefore we're going to assume that this android is our data um but yeah you're right i don't just turn on the random android because somebody turned him off and not many people should know how to do that no no it just seems like oh it's right here just right under the rib yeah just we're gonna just quickly turn him back on and then be like hey data nope nope so that was my that was my sin for that moment that's fair enough fair Mm. enough um i don't know if this is a sin but it's it's almost a missed opportunity is it willie potts because then it is (laughs) sorry there is nothing wrong i'm sorry i'm sorry no he's fine willie potts is fine he's fine he's just a little bit of a brat but hey that happens (laughs) he's a kid ding um so yeah sorry my next sin was um and it's it's just a thought experiment there's a almost a missed opportunity here what if all of this time it had been law on the enterprise and oh, they beamed so cool. data into space and oh, they just didn't realize it until now i i don't because this is like two years after that episode it would have done so much damage to data and the plot and what we know and stuff and it would have been a bit too wild but i kind of imagine if tng had come out today they might pull something like that and that you've been with law this whole time and he's been like sowing seeds of discontent and yeah just i think they would have played into it a lot more but how dark would that be it would have been amazing love it and scary too you know um there's there's so much about data that's scary this time. Like he doesn't even remember how he got there until Doctor Soon explains it to him. Doctor Soon, who is whose body is failing him, who may have died at any point in time, not been able to insert this emotion chip, not been able to tell data how to reaccess his own mind, which wouldn't have given them the ba- uh, the bridge back. So they would have mm-hmm. been completely fucked. Like oh, there's so sure. much about this that had to like all come together, which of course we would have really enjoyed sinning i am sure sin it sin it sin it it's yes i want to send Riker um in the fatherly position by the way um as a person who has a child now uh i don't know that if i was on the enterprise that that anyone who has a child can just be like you know what second in command of this massive ship you watch my kid while i go on vacation there are so many other options other than the first officer how does how does somebody just skip over all of their friends all their comrades maybe even people who are like there to help watch children and get Riker not that he's ill-equipped but he's a busy man how are we having Riker watch children Uh, it's a crew of 1,000 people there's so many people the the only thing I can remember is that in episode one Picard is like Riker the Enterprise has been given to me with kids. I don't agree with this. It is your responsibility to make sure I don't make an ass of myself with children. So he is kind of given responsibility of the children on the ship, but it is, it's batshit that he is specifically the caretaker of these two it's random kids. insane. Yeah. And the way that he deals with their, like, being in trouble, I, I mean, it's not, it, it works, but it's, terrifying when you watch it from a child's perspective because he basically gives him the debrief as if he's an officer on a starship right he's instead like, of in an eight-year-old yeah like, what are you doing in 10 forward you had to go through the bridge to get to not 10 forward the observation lounge and it is just intimidating as fuck to like it's intimidating as fuck right absolutely yeah, that's crazy uh that was a wild one nearly killed your brother <laughs> yeah that's amazing take um, this kid he says take this kid to the quarantine anti-room yeah i mean that's like can you imagine me a kid be like i don't want to i don't want to go <laughs> and there is such a casual casualness with like all the children's stuff because mm-hmm. like later on uh when they're all debriefing about their situation beverly she says something like it's like in the most casual way it's just like yeah and if we don't get poor willie pot somewhere He's going to be a post-mortem conversation. There's like, it was so casual. <laughs> you like, shit, Doc. You've seen a lot. You've seen a lot. You've seen <laughs> too <some> much. Shit. <laughs> Jesus. That is amazing. Her bedside managers leave some some desired. 
yeah another sin would just be her joke right like she starts oh to tell that goodness. joke she's she's like did you hear this? there's this kid there's a child who's probably like seven yeah. years old that's straight up dying and really yeah. scared and mad at his brother and she's like he's like i'm losing a feeling in my legs and i'm getting dizzy and she's like hey kid did you hear the one about the guy who just like i'm like what are like, you doing hey right hey now? guess what just don't use your legs does that hurt don't use them ever again <laughs> what do you mean don't use my legs oh my god i was like what yeah. am i watching right now Whew, anyway Gates was not given the best stuff to do um, this is one of my favorite Riker can be a dumbass and a bit of a, a bimbo without realizing sometimes. And it's when he says the only way that we realize we dropped out of warp was by looking out the window. He says while standing next to the warp core. <laughs> 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 because the I thing goes that. Vroom, 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 whenever they're at warp. And when they're not at warp, the thing turns off. It was like. You had to look out a window when the fucking warp core is in front of you, like 10 feet away. You're in engineering and nothing in there told you that the warp core had been turned off. Like, Yeah. Another one for me is the moment when they're trying to, they're, they're trying to get data. So data has gone a, like he's just gone crazy and he's still on the ship and he's trying to get off the ship and he's like, not the data we know. He's just an autopilot or whatever. And I feel like there are several times when he could have just been phasered from a distance, but no, because the cool, like the cool force filled cascade was working. Mm. But there was this moment when they were in the uh, the room where they're going to beam. What's that room called? The transporter room. Ha! Transporter room. I got there yeah. before you. You nailed it. <laughs> there you do. You beat me. You beat me to the question that you asked. Oh. Um. And then O'Brien says something like, "Like they go to shoot him. They uh, they go to shoot Data, and O'Brien stops them and says, I wouldn't advise that, sir.'" The something coils don't take well to phaser ricochet or something to the effect mm. of that. Uh huh. And I just thought, but why are you telling the crazy android that? Like, you've just given him something he can do to uh -huh. further cause damage. Like, you uh -huh. said the quiet part out loud. Yes, so. exactly. You should have probably whispered that in Riker's ear. But don't, also, don't shoot. How does Riker not know that already? How do you get to be the first officer on. And obviously, that line is for the audience. Fine. But it's definitely something that that Riker. It was. Uh, there's so many things that happened that I was like, "How do you guys not know this?" But at the same time, that there was the the mystery of that was really good. But we're not talking about the good parts anymore because if we were talking about the good parts, I would have remembered something else that I really liked uh, that I forgot to tell you about. But, you can, oh, hey, you, I mission did, granted. I, you can do it. <laughs> Lore. Just like throwing his little tantrums around Dr. Singh's place, just smacking stuff as <laughs> yeah. the way it was so fun to watch. <laughs> and I do not, I am not uh. perfect in love. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Brent Spiner, he is the best. Um, I think it's absolutely insane that a ship just bumped into Law as he's floating through space. Like, Data even specifies he's floating through interstellar space, which means the space between solar systems. I d <laughs> How do you just bump into a ship? It's insane. It's like one of those things where as as people on planet Earth, you'll see things like uh, like stories where one kid went to Disney when he was five, took a picture with his family mm -hmm. and then grows up, marries somebody and they're going through their pictures together now that they're married and she sees this picture and she's like that's me in the background mm. and they realize that they were like within 15 feet of each other when they were both like five years old yeah and uh -huh. they're in a family picture together in this yeah. random sequence of events mm -hmm. we know from experience that the craziest shit happens but we're contained on earth <laughs> yes we, right? we only have so many places one planet to go. <laughs> one planet that's it the entire galaxy like and a ship bombs into it. it's just stupid it's so dumb. It's amazing. Uh, anything else, Ambassador? Did I talk about the teeth yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't mention that not once. Oh, okay. Um, I do wanna. I do wanna say it was really. I didn't mind seeing Lore stop at the door when his when Doctor Soong says he's dying, and I didn't mm. mind like the seemingly genuine concern and care and emotion that Lore was showing because he is kind of like more human-esque in that way. Mm. But I did mind that he was surprised that his very, 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 very old person, human father was dying. Like it seems I, he's like, 
you're not dying. It's like, he's a hundred or whatever. Yeah, like, he's a bajillion he, years old. He is. This is like, if this was an outtake, it's Princess Bride level. You know, it's <laughs> it's the old man in the castle, the, whatever yeah. that guy's name was, right? Mm. This is that. He's old. You should I, not be surprised. You should be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense you're dying because you're an old man. I, I wonder if some of it was denial, like just hoping he wasn't dead. But he then does switch to unhinged. I'm going to kill you very quickly. And I know that's partly because of like the computer chip, The writing but, or whatever. Well, it's mainly the, the chip is like fried his circuits and made him even more murdery. But I love how like the computer chip going wrong or the emotion chip going wrong just makes him more evil instead of like shutting down his systems and frying his circuits. It's a very specific yeah. fault that it's created in him. Amazing. Anything else? Um, let me look, let me look, let me look. Have I talked about the lips yet? The double lip situation? No, you didn't, you didn't mention that. No. Okay. Have we talked about Willie Potts? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. We did mention that you hate kids. Yeah. And old people. You've covered everything. Do you think it was sinful that Lore was disassembled mm. and then reassembled, but still somehow has this homing beacon that was activated for data, but it also activated Lore? Is that sinful or was that? does that make sense to you? No, it is strange that this is just a blanket homing signal that attracts both. Like, okay, because they're identical except for programming. But not, yeah, well, yeah, programming is the only difference between them. There's nothing else. Um, but it, it is still strange that the homing device works. It's it's convenient that it works on both. Like, okay. you would think it would specify data and law because it's needlessly tying your hands that hey i only want one of these especially when you know law is fucked up like he's not the kind of android you want to bring to you or you want to be able to choose not to okay all right i'll let that one go um yeah but i definitely would send the convenient timing uh that the old man needs a nap before inserting the chip yeah (laughs) just to give law exactly enough time to do what he needs to do yeah and the fact that data didn't that they end on a commercial break of tension where lore and data are looking back and forth like Okay, yeah. now that daddy's out of the room, are we going to beat the shit out of each other kind of a thing? But the thing that bothers me is that, that Dr. Soon literally says the procedure is quite simple, but then he's like, but, but I need a nap. I'll do it later. Yeah. Kind of yeah. bothered me, though. Got a drama. Um, yeah. My biggest one is that he just didn't need to die, really. Like, there's no need. Other than we don't no. want to deal with him. Just beam him up. Like, they shouldn't even accept that. I guess you, if somebody wants to die in their living room, that's where you let them die. But I just, he had so much more work to do. He's obviously working on something. Yeah. It does seem Can strange. I, I also, I feel like I want to send this. Dr. Soong says something about, like... um feelings are funny things and you may even learn to understand your evil brother and forgive him Mm. but to me it's like forgiveness is sort of like an emotional thing it's it's and data isn't he's just not driven by that forgiveness can be factual because it's like i until you forgive somebody that has like consequences doesn't it so you have done this evil thing and therefore i will not trust you and then maybe to data forgiveness is giving him another chance and seeing if they can interact because if he resigns himself to the fact that law is evil, he can't have a relationship with him and it's all about dismantling him in a box. But if he can forgive his sins, then they can find a way to work together. On a practical level, I think that's what it would mean for data. But yeah, for us, forgiveness is very emotional. Yeah, I guess I see that. I can see your point. What bugs me is data just like the little when Deanna says that it's about you forgive your family or whatever or beverly says you forgive your family yeah it's the little yeah. smile that data gives i was like no he just killed your dad don't I smile know. so quickly that is one of my probably my biggest sin um besides the lip prosthetic is, is she <laughs> says they're brothers data brothers forgive data and i don't like, i just there are some things that you don't look past and an android that is so ambitious that he murders people yeah is not something that you take lightly but they're building in a story arc and i know what they're doing but statements like that sometimes really bother me because i feel like there's just this sort of like story pressure Mm. to forgive people but in real life you you really have to weigh what it means to like go through the process of 
welcoming, I guess there's a difference between forgiving and welcoming someone back into your life. So, but, but there is this kind of story pressure that you're supposed to forgive. And that's a very personal process. And there are certain people and certain things that you just kind of don't, I don't know. Dr. Soong was super casual. He's like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get to you later. You weren't a priority to me. Mm. So I disassembled you and stuck you over there because you weren't working well. So it's not like we should be seeing lore as a person necessarily, but maybe that's the point of the show is that androids are living creatures and they have yeah. choice. Uh, so I don't know. It's there's there's something to unpack there. When we choose something to be sentient and suddenly it's inconvenient that lore um, is troublesome and is dangerous. So we'll just turn him off and deal with that later. And it's that tricky line of artificial life. And you can't do that. With, well, I guess we do. We put we put people in prison until they're fixed. But right. it's, yeah, when it's a robot, it's suddenly okay to just leave them switched off. And they also did this thing in story where they remove so quickly things I think are necessary for the forgiveness process in a way. Like, for example, Dr. Soon, in my opinion, did not have to die this episode. That's just pressure on the story to like end the chance of data getting this chip this emotion chip yeah. or whatever because he's yeah he's an old man and he's fragile but you got a ship just beam the dude up there <laughs> put him in stasis for a hot minute yeah. like and jordy he even goes in he's like this is dr soon just by looking at his liver spots so yeah. <laughs> he he's clearly an important figure you especially know? Like, two years ago when they went to data's planet they were like you don't mean Dr. Noonien Soong, do you? He disappeared. And then suddenly they all know what he... Yeah. Yeah, it was a... There, there's a so there's so much I feel like they could have done, but a lot of times writers will just be like, we don't really want to keep the storyline open. We need it to end. And they'll like forcefully move towards an end. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. We At least we have Willie Potts. Any more scenes? I'm done. I have one more. <laughs> do it. It's better not be a good thing. That goddamn thumb peel back. Okay, listen. Oh, it triggers me so much. It I is hate so it. disgusting. It's gonna and peel my nail off. Ugh. It's so good because it makes me Ugh. uncomfortable. But I'm gonna sin it. I would send the shit out of that thumbnail peel back. No, that we so never gross. need to see that. It's don't like vomiting. It. We never need to see it. We really don't. <laughs> we don't need to see it. Oh, it's so gross. Right. Well, I I love that episode. It's got, like I said, it's got one of my favorite openings. It's all of the drama. It's Data kicking ass. Like I want him to be more serious, like less of the comic relief sometimes, and just like when he suddenly goes like just full on militant. It's so it's so scary. It's so cool. I love it. Um, but yeah, that is continued. Your Data slash Law slash AI slash Doctor Sung education. And next week, everybody, we will be talking about Descent Part 1. So this is the season finale to mm -hmm. season 6 of The Next Generation. I think we're going to do Descent Part 1 and then Descent Part 2. I was tempted to do both parts in one episode, but that's an hour and a half. That would basically be reviewing a movie. So I think we're going to break it down and keep it in two separate parts and see how it works as a two-parter as well. So your homework for next week is to watch um yeah descent part one uh any final thoughts ambassador nope smashing well thank you for listening everybody it's computer shut down the synterprise from me authorization code one seven three four six seven three two one four seven six charlie three two seven eight nine seven 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 six four three tango seven three two victor seven three one one seven eight 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 seven three two four seven six seven eight nine seven six four three seven six lock um I went off the ship, so it's initiate cascade force field sequence for me. <laughs> Amazing. And live long and prosper. Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. It would take a PC from a desktop PC from today six Vigintillion years to crack that code through sheer brute force. Jesus. Longer than the universe has existed in well, order okay, to get so the right combination. Then what we we would absolutely send that. Like the convenience of that episode wrapping up so that he could get back on the ship is just insane. Oh, it's, it's insane. insane. Yeah. It's a great episode, but it's yeah. insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. I love it so much. And one day I will memorize that code. <laughs> This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sim brains and remind ourselves that no TV show is, well, with 
<laughs> it's not without uh, sin, uh, okay? Uh, okay, we like it. We love Star uh, Trek, but it's not without sin. Did I do good? Here I've come to save the day. Ba, 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 ba. Mighty Mouse is on the way. Wait, is that from Mighty Mouse? I think so. No, you're probably right. Oh, I just... You said Mighty Mouse, but I thought Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse is completely different. That's true. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Mouse. Ah. I have a dragon. That's, that's, that, I got you that dragon. Yeah, you did. That's my present to you. Okay, we've got to record this intro. Let's do it, let's do it. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm not ready. Okay, no, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm kidding. Trollolol. The fuck is happening to Data? Uh-huh. Oh, no, Data, what are you doing there, buddy? This is just, ex- this is just audio you can use when you... Make this podcast later. Oh, what's with the dirt face? That's just my face. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was hot. Do you remember that one time I was watching the wrong episode? Oh, it was like, it's like, oh how are you God. at the opening credits already? And <laughs> so nothing crazy. on screen was making sense. That was amazing. Uh, next question from Hodge is, are your dogs in eternal slumber? Yes. Easy answer they, for that one. They are... <laughs> twin brothers um i actually thought they had the same mom but different dads but my vet says that they're actually twins but he has a darker overcoat and this one just has like their like basic color i guess but they're twins they've always been together they've never been apart from each other and they just curl up and snuggle um it's adorable uh, Nick says, I have a question. What is the point of the quarantine force field? If Beverly can just reach in through the force. You know, um, great point. I sort of wanted to send that and then I didn't write it down and I forgot. You're fucking right. Like she just reaches her <laughs> little bare hands in there. Yeah, that was that was confusing. It just it great just conf- sin, great sin. Yeah, it like maybe there's a force field around her hands as well, but she's definitely handling him. Um, it seems like you could do that with robot hands. <laughs> Is there any actor or actress that you would want to join Star Trek? Ooh. Mm. Man, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Bring him in. <laughs> Tom Bring Hanks? him in. So I think Tom Hanks was going to play a captain in was one of the films, I think. But I can't remember. I feel like, oh, I can't remember. I'll need to look that up. Really? Um, yeah. But he um, he was definitely going to play a captain and then got recast for somebody else. Um, yeah, it, mm. it would be great. I think my pick be so many actors being star think um the person from lord of the rings the one that's playing um galadriel um in in the rings of power i would love to see her as the captain of a ship she's so full she'd be a new janeway i love it uh the double noses actually canonical because klingons have two of every major organ every major so that was a dick joke today (laughs) that's great to think about thank you for that Another one from Nick Jagged. Here's the biggest sin of the episode. Data, who doesn't trust Law at all, is somehow off-screen incapacitated by Law, and we were just supposed to accept that. Yeah, like, I don't know how that happened. Like, he would have had to turn his back on Law. No one's really damaged, so it doesn't look like there was a kerfuffle, but I guess you can't show the fight without giving away... They want to have the reveal that Sung has put the, the, the chip into the wrong android. But I kind of think it would have been cool if we knew as well and we're like screaming at the tv stop stop that's not data i agree this is a really sinful part the fact that data didn't immediately turn around and just like phaser stun him is surprising but maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't bring his phaser i know well that was probably deliberate because he was like being hypnotized and whatnot um question from nifi elmo you ever want to see another triple episode or is it too perfect to ever mess with again after the Deep Space Nine revisit of the Trouble with Tribbles, like that's when Tribble should have ended. It's so good. We didn't need them in the move, the the Star Trek Into Darkness movie. I think Tribbles have been done. We don't need to see them anymore. Although if they don't appear in Lower Decks, I will be shocked. Like it is Tribbles are prime for Lower Decks ing. Um, so I think they will pop up again. It's possible it could be fun, but I'm not hungry for it. Yeah, I'd be nervous about it. Uh, here's one from Sarah Superior who says, 
or asks, if you were allowed to be in an episode of any Star Trek series, which would you choose and what character would you be? I would certainly choose Strange New Worlds because that means it'd be happening soon. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. And their um, their costume design is something that I would definitely okay, let's just pretend that we're being watched by like some major Star Trek executives right now, which, hi. <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, Welcome. So Welcome just, to the show. I would like for you to plug your ears for a second. I would steal the clothing. It, like, <gasps> it, I would steal it. You're not I would break. I would break contract like a rebellious person that I am. Okay, now the executives, you can unplug your ears. So I would respect the space very much. And I, I mean, obviously, I would bring so much to the screen. You guys don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of character I would play, though. Probably something pretty quirky. Or they would be like, give me the silent role. And I would be just inside some weird space costume in the background in like 10 forward or something. <laughs> yeah. So, but I would do anything to be on the Star, uh, Star Trek set. Oh my goodness, it'd be so great. I think I would love to be the first officer. I'd be like Riker or somebody like that. Like, not necessarily, like, the position of first officer is really great because you still have, like, the captain to lean on, but you still get to do all of the cool stuff. You get to sit in the big chair. You get to take command every now and again. But um, it would be, like, in terms of an actual character, I think it would be Geordie because he's kind of a little bit goofy when it comes to, like, people but he's like really analytical and loves solving problems and is always super duper busy and exaggerating how busy he is so i think i would i would fit with geordie's personality probably the most who is the funniest star trek character i think hammer was hilarious personally hammer's great just his deadpan delivery is so yeah, good i love hammer uh it's also wharf for me just some of oh, his lines. yeah good tea nice house his um, line delivery is great go on give me uh, what else have you got I have to read my notes, so this no. is a good edit. But... <laughs> <gasps> um, okay, well then I won't read my notes, and read we'll just notes. go. Nope, too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a great episode, and I'll just pretend like I covered all the things I liked about this this episode because nope. Captain is being a dick. Um, yes, he is. <laughs> okay, give me the final things that you love about the episode. I my god it's been an hour oh <laughs> oh oh she's gone okay well i'm just gonna carry on talking about um how amazing picard is in this episode. and just his little like he's so pissed off all of the time and just when he looks he's so bad like when he uh the source of separation thing has been cancelled and he just looks up from the control panel and just like so <laughs> death stare into the camera my freaking ship let's see if the, com the computer would be kind enough to give us the correct setting to stun data I swear, though, I, uh, that's the biggest sin of this episode. We don't address this massive problem on screen. Are we doing the sins yet? No! Uh, yes. Here I come to save it. No! Save it.